Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. My name is Greg Kiefer, and today I've got Greg Johnson with me to talk more about supply chain visibility. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. You and I have done a number of podcasts on this topic. It's all over the place, so we'll probably do many more. But today I want to talk a little bit about the value of supply chain visibility. I think that there's a prevailing mindset out there, a lot of coverage, a lot of chatter. It's a good thing. But when you really kind of click down a level or two, you need to see some ROI or understand what does it do for me? Yes, I'd like to see better. Maybe let's just start at a high level. You know, what are some of the big chunky areas of value that a company can get once it deploys an end-to-end supply chain visibility system? I think in some ways it's intuitive. People kind of get that supply chain visibility, to have sight, to not be blind, equals good. That simple equation, visibility is good, is well understood and appreciated. I mean, obviously, executives want to be able to plan based on where their inventory is. And, you know, you do want to be able to know what things are costing. And you want to be able to get to your shipments and get to your payments. And you want control. But I think if you really peel the onion back and look at where the value is, it's one of these areas that we find executives do struggle with a soundbite or sort of the key thing that when they're asked to justify an investment and a transformation project around supply chain visibility, they may not have the quick answer at the tip of their tongue. So what I often tell them is visibility is about predictability, that you have to move from a place of uncertainty where you don't have all the information to a place of certainty. And that that path, that journey from uncertainty, variable, hard to predict to a place of high predictability, high certainty is a very, very rich value path. And so what does it mean when you really get down to the hard value proposition? One of the biggest costs for every company is inventory. They hold inventory, they're moving product, they've got inventory on their books. Most companies hold much more inventory than they need to precisely because of lack of certainty. If you don't know when shipments are supposed to arrive, if you don't know what demand looks like, you tend to buffer, you tend to hold more than you need. You know, it's not the only big value proposition, but when you get certainty, when you begin to get to a level of prediction where you can count on performance, then you don't need the insurance package. You don't need to buffer it with inventory. And inventory is one of the big prizes But then there are big operational benefits too. So if you can behave predictably and you have certainty, you don't need to expedite shipments as much. And you might make the better choices on how to actually move product. So transportation costs is another big zone of value opportunity. And finally, there's a whole revenue side to this, which is if you can predict and run a very controlled environment, you're much more apt to get product to the right place at the right time to the right customer and make money. And when you have that level of control, not only do you sort of make more money, but you have better customer experiences, which helps customer retention, and it helps brand, which helps you grow in markets. So it's a very, very rich value area of hard dollar, but also some very big strategic benefits, just because you can operate and move and move into markets and do some things that only with good, strong visibility capabilities can you pull off. It's funny, I was talking to somebody just earlier today about this, and one of the things we were talking about is visibility is so new. It's, it's really new. And without it, companies don't really know how much they've been spending to get a store re-merchandised for a new season seven, eight times a year or to get a car made. And when you turn those lights on, boy, you talk about the dollars that are being wasted that you just don't know about until you turn those lights on, right? Yep. yep. And I think probably as we talk about this, as we have, 
it's also it runs from my mind that in some ways companies have had visibility for a long time. And many executives probably feel like they do have visibility, that they've been operating just fine for a long, long time because their freight forwarders or their 3PLs or their carriers or their suppliers or their one big partner or their buying agent all in some ways are able to give them visibility. But we're talking about a totally different level of visibility. The visibility that we're talking about is real time. It's end to end. It's deep. It's transactionally. It's the memory of everything that's gone on. It's immediately accessible on cell phones, on your laptops. We're talking about pervasive perfect visibility end-to-end in the supply chain on tap for everybody who needs to know. And when you have that level of visibility, yes, it becomes a very, very different picture. And you've made some very good exact points about kind of where you see some of that or that opportunity. But in some ways, I think it's, it can be even more basic, which is most companies do not have the right lead times. They have to publish in their inventory planning systems, in their transportation planning systems, lead times. And most of the time, they're guessing. And it's either too long or too short. And by the way, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lead times for different products, for different segments, for different geographies, for different modes. And so the first thing visibility gives you, it gives you a record of what the actual lead times are across your entire network for the first time, perhaps forever. And so now, level one, you put the right lead times into your systems and your planning algorithms, and you get the right inventory buffer stock for the current state. And the second thing you do is you begin to use visibility operationally to catch exceptions. And when you catch exceptions, you begin to reduce variability. It means your planned lead time tends to be more consistent and the average lead time tends to be closer to the expected lead time. So variability drives up inventory levels. Consistency and reliability drives them down. So the second thing you do operationally with the visibility is start to get much more consistent so you need less inventory. And the third thing you do is you've got months and months and months of performance data. Suppliers that missed their ship windows, which suppliers, which countries, which product lines, freight forwarders that didn't file on time, transportation providers that didn't hit their own transportation plans on time. And when you have that kind of data at your disposal, you begin to get insights. And with those insights, you can make structural changes in your supply chain, move some of the sourcing from this supplier to that supplier. And that results in even higher performance, which drives down inventory and lead time and variability. So it's incredibly rich. I think this is one of the great, great capabilities for all companies, and it's just starting for them. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing, I saw a story not too long ago where a large consumer packaged goods company used visibility to kind of get a handle on container, detention, and demerge in a one region around the world. And the annual ROI, the, the extra money they were paying just to store these containers was $35 million a year in one region. You know, and you add that up, just that little thing that sounds very tactical can yeah. add up to a lot of ROI, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. There's probably a, a Moore's law or some law that we'll all kind of gravitate to over time, which says that there are companies with sight and companies without sight. And the ones without sight carry a 20 to 25% burden in cost and agility. Right. And it's dramatic. Right. And here's one we haven't even touched on, which is being responsive. Uh, when an earthquake strikes a big country, yeah, avoiding risk. Boy, you know, that's the kind of thing that shows up on Wall Street for several quarters, right? And that's right. We've heard stories how companies with visibility we're almost unaffected by that event. Yeah, we've talked about the hard dollar benefits of inventory, transportation. I would add to it, FTE, employee. You can do a lot more with less. Instead of having an army of 400, you do it with an army of seven. But on the other side are all the strategic soft dollar benefits. If you are particularly good and adept at reacting to risk, reacting to disruption, it can make or break your company. I mean, shutting down a plant for a month and a half because your source of supply was knocked off the chart, 
that can be devastating. So visibility, the ability to control and move and maneuver is the saving grace for a lot of these companies. And if they don't have it, they'll lose. And they may even hit a, a particularly rough period where it could cost them their business. Right. Yeah, the stories there are so public, right? Strikes, volcanic ash clouds, floods in Thailand, these things that you could never predict, right, that come up and you know, he or she who responds quickest is going to do so based on the information they have at their fingertips. Yeah, that's right. And those are the big ones. Those are the big impacts. Those are the ones that make the news. But most companies are sort of getting hurt by thousands of pinpricks every day. It's not the big tsunami. It's the two receiving managers in the warehouse that have never been able to see the incoming containers and be able to sort of forecast how they're going to put the product away in bins and one guy's off for the day. You know, one guy got hurt. And so you can take these things and multiply them by thousands because they happen all the way along the chain. And all of them are impacted by poor sight, lack of predictability, lack of certainty. So when you deliver that, you inject a whole nother insurance layer, operational layer, response layer that even today most companies lack. Yeah, and just not to pile on here, but I'll throw one more out there that's kind of emerging. It's something we're seeing quite often, which is the visibility into the whole financial side of the supply chain, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I would just take everything we've just talked about on the physical side, which is about delivering product, tracking inventory, and an equally, perhaps even more significant zone of opportunity is in financial. You've got orders, you've got invoices, you've got payments, and you've got suppliers that live to get paid. And most of whom, if, especially if they're in low-cost sourcing countries, are strapped for cash, pay higher rates for their capital. And if you can find a way to deliver certainty for them, certainty of payment, when am I going to get paid? Then suddenly their needs for working capital go down because the same dynamics exist for cash as they do for inventory. When you've got highly variable payments and cash flows, you have to keep more cash on hand. And if you can make it certain, you need less cash. So suppliers that can see, suppliers that can get reliable payment information suddenly become healthier. I suspect as visibility continues its march and gets entrenched in the supply chain world, we're going to be talking about these value stories more and more as we get closer. We spent a lot of time over the last 30, 40 years talking about how to improve the operations for a company. But the future really is about how do you improve the operation of your network? How do you drive a level of certainty and predictability, the same kind of efficiencies you achieved inside your company? How do you extend that same protocol across your entire network? And the key to it is supply chain visibility. Right. Thanks a bunch. Great stuff. This is Supply Chain Radio, and we are signing off. (laughs) 